your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jared Ellison, you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen on this Friday afternoon. And as always, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, we'll be recapping last night's game against the Boston Bruins as well as just diving into how this second half of the season has gone for the Hurricanes so far. But getting into last night, last night was a much, much needed win for the Hurricanes because they had dropped both games of a back-to-back between Toronto in overtime, which we were at least able to get a point out of, and dropping in Ottawa and frankly looking pretty darn bad in that game as well that's definitely a game where you'll want to erase it from the memory for sure and last night the Carolina Hurricanes were able to complete the sweep of the regular season series against the Boston Bruins with a six to nothing win and that is fantastic for the Hurricanes and you think about how Boston has very much been the Hurricanes kryptonite in the past few years. For the Hurricanes to sweep the season series, and not only sweep the season series, but outscore the Bruins 17, excuse me, 16 to 1 in the entire season series is absolutely insane. The Bruins only scored one goal the entire season series against the Hurricanes. That is wild to think about, just how far the Hurricanes have come. Because you go back to 18-19, when the Hurricanes went up against the Bruins in the conference final. You know, yes, the Hurricanes were hot at the time, so you you can never count out a team that got hot at the right time when you look at the Hurricanes. They squeaked in, and then they went to the conference final. You know? And then you look at the Blues that same year. They went from worst in the league to Stanley Cup champion. So anything could happen. But looking back at that series, the Carolina Hurricanes looked outmatched. They did. And then you go to next year in the bubble, a lot of the same stuff. Yes, the Carolina Hurricanes didn't get swept that year, which is nice. It went to five games instead of just four. But... Still, you know, the Bruins really outmatched the Hurricanes in that series as well. And now you look at how the tables have sort of turned. It's the Hurricanes that are beating the crap out of the Bruins. Heck, you look at Frank Anderson and his two shutouts on the year, they came against the Bruins. And yes, he's had a few other close ones, but it's crazy to think about just how different this year has been against a team that historically has given us a lot of issues and that's absolutely amazing for the Hurricanes this year and I'm very very proud of this team to have been able to do that 
because again just how how much trouble the Bruins have given us in the past few years and you look at the score sheet in this game you had guys everyone that you want to chip in was chipping in you have Vincent Trocek getting his 13th of the year Svetch getting 18th Sebastian Ajo having a two goal night and now having 21 on the year Brett Pesci having you know his 30 of the year and Jordan Stahl finally finally being able to get a goal again that had been his first goal and geez I don't even know how many games at this point I lost track and so it's nice to see him be able to get back on the score sheet because he hasn't necessarily been bad okay Jordan Stahl he hasn't been bad this year by any means he hasn't been a liability or anything like that he just hasn't been showing up on the score sheet which coming out of last year where he really had a really nice rebound year I I think that it, it has been frustrating this year to see that offensive production not be there for him yes he has been good in other aspects you know defensively wise you know he's always going to be really good there because that's just the type of player he is but again it's nice to see him be able to get back on the score sheet because the man goes out there and busts his butt every single night and it's nice to see him get rewarded for it as well but there's a lot to unpack with this game because the Carolina Hurricanes, they went out and showed out. They showed that they that those two games uh, north of the border against Toronto and Ottawa, like, hey, th- those don't matter. You know, we're, now we're in Boston. You know, these are the game. Those are in the past. Now it's time to look at what was ahead of them last night. And that's exactly what they did. And we will continue to unpack this game right after this quick break. This is the time of the year where a lot of folks are giving up on their New Year's resolutions. But if yours is about eating right and getting healthy, don't quit just yet because Built Bar is here to help you out with that. And if you haven't already, you need to try the Built Bar Puffs because if you're not, you are missing out on one of the best tasting Built Bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallow, and they're not just a protein bar. They are a true treat, and of course, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors with cinnamon churro, coconut, marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're all so good, and these are going to be your new favorite Built Bar. And of course, all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and they are low-calorie, high-protein, high-fiber, and low-carb. Most Built Bars contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. With flavors ranging from mint brownie, coconut, almond, and a new flavor for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming in and out of the lineup all the time. So if you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it, and it'll be delicious and good for you as well. 
and right now you can go to built.com and use promo code locked15 and you'll get 15% off of your order when you use promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. Now, before this game against Boston even started, the Carolina Hurricanes are really getting back on the right foot with this game because Tavo Teravainen was coming back into the lineup. He had been missing for the past two games with being out with a, I believe it was a lower body injury that he sustained against the Rangers before the All-Star break. And he is an absolute force on this Hurricanes team, offense, power play, you name it. Yeah, he's there chipping in. So the Hurricanes definitely felt him not being in the lineup in those two games against Toronto and Ottawa. But thankfully, you know, he was back in and you know, he was, I believe, the second or third star of the game. One of the two. I'm not 100% sure on that. But you know what? What we do here on the Locked on Hurricane show, we're going to find out what star of the game he was and he was the third star of the game and deservedly so because the man went out there and had a game he had one two three assists on the game in his return game so absolutely great night from Tavo Teravainen so you know like I said you know him coming back into the lineup meant a lot for the Hurricanes because of just how much he contributes to this team and this was pretty much how I expected it to go a lot of penalties in this game you had the Hurricanes take two penalties within the first four and a half minutes and which definitely could be very very dangerous and in years past that very well could have meant the beginning of the end for the Hurricanes in the game but thankfully the penalty kill this year is absolutely awesome. Frederick Anderson, he had a shutout on the game, so obviously he did his job to the highest possible degree <laughs> in this game. We also saw Tony D'Angelo and Charlie McAvoy go at it after Charlie McAvoy ended up laying a pretty big hit out on Sebastian Ajo at center ice, and thankfully the Hurricanes, they held on to their lead going into the second period. And then that's just where the things go. And things just really started to fall apart for the Bruins after that. Because after the second period, the Hurricanes were up 4 to nothing. And you look back to that second game, the Hurricanes in that game. Geez, they were up like 5 nothing, 5-1 to one after the first period. So... The Hurricanes know what they have to do to maintain a big lead. And because in years past, and even some this year, you know, they have blown big leads, not to this extent, obviously, but you know, they've had some decent sized leads, you know, two, maybe, I think sometimes three goal leads, where in past games, that leads kind of just evaporated away, and yeah, sometimes the Hurricanes do still win that game. That's obviously fun, but there's been times where the Hurricanes don't, and thankfully this year the Hurricanes have really figured out what they need to do whenever they have a big lead like this, and that is don't take your foot off the gas. 
you know, it's the other team's job to stop you. If they're not stopping you, that's on them. You know, again, very much going back to the first game or the second game of the season series, the previous one from this, where the Hurricanes were up, like I said, like 5 nothing, 5-1 after the first period. You know, it's the other team's job to stop you, and if they don't stop you, that's on them. And, I mean, it'd be the same way, you know, if someone was blowing the Hurricanes out. I'm like, yeah, it sucks. It does. It's not fun to watch, you know, mm-hmm. but it's their job to go out there and stop the other team. So if they're not doing that, it's on them. They need to figure out what they need to do right to be able to stop that other team. But, you know, like I said, the Hurricanes... The good times kept rolling there in the second period with um, Svech scoring his goal, Aho, Pesci, all those guys chipping in, extending that lead. And then getting into the third period, you had Sebastian Aho net his third, Jordan Stahl get his first in, again, I don't know how many games for him at this point. But one cool thing with Sebastian Ajo in this game was you know he's obviously leading the Hurricanes in goals and points right now of course you know he went to the all-star game and you know we've had that conversation many times you know this year so far but you know now with him netting his 20th and 21st goal this year he has the well is tied for second most 20 goal seasons to start his career in Hurricanes and Whalers history. He's tied with Kevin Deneen at six. Ron Francis leads at 10. So we'll see if her Sebastian Ajo can continue that come the next four seasons. <laughs> but you know, since his debut in 2016-2017, he leads all Hurricanes players in goals with 165 and points in 367 so he is right around the corner for 400 career points and 200 career goals it wouldn't surprise me if i don't think he'll hit 200 career goals this season i mean anything is possible of course but honestly, with the way the Hurricanes have been rolling and the way Sebastian Ajo has been rolling, honestly, it wouldn't necessarily surprise me if he hits that point mark of 400 career points this year. You know, we still have a lot of games left. We have 37, I think, left in the regular season. So, a lot of games left and. I'm expecting, I think Sebastian Ajo very well could break 400 career points by the end of the regular season. I really do. But there's a lot more going on with the Carolina Hurricanes, and we'll discuss that stuff right after this quick break. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in just a couple days. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. And folks, 
we're obviously in North Carolina. College basketball is literally a religion here. If you guys went to school here, you guys remember when the ACC tournament was on and it would be on in all of the TVs throughout your school. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online where the game starts. Now, as good as the Hurricanes were last night against Boston, yeah, they were absolutely fantastic, of course. But you look at the previous two games in Toronto is an overtime loss, four to three. Ottawa was a 4-3 regulation loss. Ottawa won the regular season series against the Hurricanes. And which is crazy to think about with just how not good Ottawa is. So and really they almost swept us because that second game on the 27th of January that went to a shootout. That was the Hurricanes first and to this point only shootout game of the season thankfully you know they obviously came away with the win that's great but you know we're looking ahead to tomorrow against minnesota and minnesota is not a team to mess around with they are an extremely talented team you can obviously go and listen to seth on locked on wild for all of you know your wild needs and wants but you know, the Wild is a team that is really on the come up and a team that can really be one to watch out for. You know, they've they haven't been, you know, a top three, top five team you know, this year like the Hurricanes have been. But the Wild are by no means a crap team or anything like that. You know, they're sitting at third in the central division right now. At a 28-11-3 record, 59 total points. And they are currently sitting at 10th in the NHL. And they are they have one of the best young stars in Kaprizov on their team as well. So it's going to be fun to shut him down. It's going to be a task for sure. But, you know, this is going to be a team that, you know, I think can really give the Hurricanes some trouble honestly because you know they are sneaky they can be sneaky good this uh the wild can be you know you know on paper you know their power play is 19th in the league their penalty kill is 15th face off is 23rd and you know aspects like that you know it def the hurricanes obviously have you know, uh, a leg up. The Hurricanes have the eighth ranked power play, first ranked penalty kill, third ranked face off, and you know, first ranked goals allowed, you know, fifth ranked goals for or goals force, excuse me. The Wild only have the Hurricanes, you know, beat in that. And you know, it, it's something that I think, you know, a lot of folks are just going to look on paper at these advanced stats and something like that and like ah yeah the hurricanes got this game and i think the hurricanes will win the game i think they are an all-around more complete team but they're not invincible they can be beat and the wild have shown they they can beat some pretty darn good teams so i think that the hurricanes 
going into this game, they they obviously need Tava. They they need him in this game for sure. And I, I think that the Hurricanes are going to, I say it all the time, but take advantage of special teams opportunities because you look at so many games where you can pinpoint, mm, yeah, you that game against Vegas a while back, that go back to, you know, the Hurricanes are the one team to capitalize on power play there. They won the game in overtime. You look at the game against Toronto. Yes, the Hurricanes didn't have as many power play opportunities as they probably should have in that game, but they didn't capitalize on the one they were given. Ottawa capitalized, or not Ottawa, excuse me, Toronto capitalized on theirs. They won in overtime. So I think, you know, with, on paper at least, your special teams outmatching the competition so much, you got to capitalize when you're given those opportunities. And very much, like I said yeah, in this game, don't let off the gas. You know, very much just your game plan that you had against Boston. Obviously, things are going to be need to be tweaked because every team is different. But the same general thing of just don't let off the gas at all. You know, it's their job to stop you. If they don't stop you, that's on them. And I think the Hurricanes are, they need to keep this momentum going. Don't let this performance be a a fluke. Very much like how that win in Philly on Black Friday was in that uh, mid to late November, early December slump that they're in don't let you know this that game against boston be the equivalent to that of oh you get one really nice win but you lose a crap ton of other games don't let this be like that and i think that the hurricanes they're they're starting to really get themselves going and don't let you know minnesota halt any momentum that you're starting to build heading in heading down the stretch of the regular season because yes there is a lot of time left we we're talking about that earlier with Spachanaho maybe breaking 400 career points this year a lot of time left but you know sometimes you get in a slump it takes a while to get out it, it does and you don't want to hurt yourself in the long run by getting in a slump that you can't get out of because we've seen the hurricanes get in slumps in years past and one, not end up with maybe the playoff position that they could have had, or you want to go real back, re- real far back, that they get in a slump midway through the season, and you're basically like, all right, the season's done. And it is at that point because they can never recover any kind of momentum that they had to begin with, and you pretty much just give up on the regular season halfway through. And let's obviously that's not going to happen this year. Of course, it would really just be losing a playoff spot that you could have had locked up for quite a while. But, you know, they again get in a slump that they can't get out of. But right now, of course, if the playoffs were to start, the Hurricanes are sitting atop the Metro Division. They're in first, Pittsburgh's in second, New York Rangers are in third. And then, of course, in the league, the Hurricanes are in third place behind only the Colorado Avalanche. 
and Florida Panthers. Very much similar to how last year was going. Really, the only one missing is Blay Vegas and because Tampa is in fourth. But that does it for today's episode, folks. I hope you are looking forward to tonight's or tomorrow's game against the Minnesota Wild because I sure am. So make sure you have your notifications on for the show and are following the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you in the next episode.